Welcome to Leading Real Life. This is a podcast that we are doing that is uh, intended to help you step into your role as leader in the home. So I'm Rob, and this is Shannon, and together we make up Rob and Shannon, Mm -hmm. or Shannon and Rob, depending on how you like to look at it. Probably Shannon and Rob. Yeah, right. And we've been married 16 (laughs) years, correct? Yep. Nailed it. You got it. Our anniversary is July 30th. Yes. Man, I'm on fire. You're doing good. (laughs) Um, We have four awesome children. Uh, They range in age from... 14 down to two and a half. So mm-hmm. 14, 11, seven, and two and a half. Yep. And you'd be surprised how hard it is to say range in age when you're put <laughs> on the spot to say it. Um, but yeah, no, we're just doing this because we really feel a calling to help people mm-hmm. uh, on this journey. We don't pretend to know all the answers, yep. but we hope that we can curate a lot of those answers. There's a lot of smarter people than we are <laughs> out there who have done a lot of research into this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we just really want to come along and support families. Yep. So with that said, we would love to hear from you. So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We have a website called leadingreallife.com. Um, you can connect us with us in those ways. And just let us know what kinds of things that you want to... Um, discuss as parents, as spouses, as just leaders in general, what are the kinds of issues that you're facing in your family, in your day-to-day life that you want advice on or just want, you know, to chat about? Yeah. Just connect with us. We want to hear from you. So what are we talking about? Today, we want to talk to you about identity your identity specifically and why it's important. Yes. So we actually called this podcast the importance of you. Yes. Because you are important. You are very important. <laughs> and so we're going to formulate this in five five questions that we kind of want to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, which we want to do at the end of every one of our podcasts is give uh, just a few key quick little tips mm-hmm. for you to take into your week yeah. and hopefully that will help you. Yeah. So question number one, let's dig right into it. All what right. is identity and why is it important? Oh, right off the bat with the tough question. The tough one. The tough one. And I, I, I handed it over to you. Yeah, it was a noticed. bit of a jerk move. I noticed that. Well, I mean, your identity is what makes you who you are. It is who you right? are. Right. It's it's your your personality, your yeah. likes, your dislikes, your um, the things you value. Um, what else? You know, I think that a big part of it, especially now, and I don't think this was the case necessarily. Um, last century and, mm-hmm. and, and in the past, but our identity is honestly a lot what we decide it to be. Like, I think that we, it, it, it's based around very much um, who we want to be known as. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, if you look at like 1942 or 1936, you just were yeah. a farmer. Right. Or you just were a mom raising kids. Yeah. Now we have so many options out there. Yeah, we have so many likes and dislikes mm-hmm. that we actually have this luxury, yeah. right, of being able to almost choose mm-hmm. how the world perceives us. It's true. But then also in some ways that can be bad because yeah. then there's too many. There's too much. And then you have an identity crisis because you're like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I like. I don't know. You know Absolutely. what I mean? There's so many factors yeah, and that I think, affect it. I think with the addition of Hollywood and the addition of social media mm-hmm. that a lot of people try to form their identity based on another human being's yeah, identity. Very true. And that's just... What they perceive is their identity. Yeah. And it's a little, 
you know, disappointing. Uh, I mean, I don't think that you're meant to live somebody else's life. No, absolutely not. Right? <laughs> so that kind of gets into what we want to talk about with this in like what forms your identity, mm-hmm. right? So like now, like I just said, I think that honestly, media plays a massive role yeah. in forming our absolutely. identity because we do see things that we want to be and we try to be them on, often. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sad, but yes, But like true. what else forms our identity? Well... I mean, I mean, our identity starts to form from the moment we start to make choices, right? Like from as soon as we're a toddler, Mm -hmm. like we can already see in Lainey that she's forming an identity. Free solo. Like if if there's any one of our kids who's going to climb rocks without rope, it's going to be Lainey. I will forbid it. Oh, me too. But like you see from childhood on, your identity starts to form in that um, you, you start realizing what kinds of things you like and like that changes from childhood to adolescence because when you're a kid mostly you like the things your parents like right and then you become a teenager and then you're like i don't really like what my parents i don't like like. anything my parents i don't agree with them on this or that and so then your identity changes as you grow and as you um mature yes or yeah. think that you know everything or think that in you're the maturing case in case of teenagers <laughs> yeah and then like in that honestly your peer group comes in absolutely to play a oh, significant huge. role huge like if i think of my life and I'm, i don't want to talk a whole lot about me but in my life when i got to a certain age it became all about my my social standing right. at school yeah right and and nothing else for me actually mattered and so i i would adjust myself mm-hmm. based upon what I wanted others to think about me. Yeah. Right. And so if they liked things and I wanted to be their friends, well, yeah. I liked things. So you found your identity in your friendships. Really. I definitely found yeah. my identity in my friendships. hundred yeah. percent. Well, and I think, um, there's other factors too, like what you want to be when you grow up or, yeah. um, how, good of a student you are or you know how many siblings you have or i remember when i was little Mm -hmm. i was just known as steve's little sister or Lindsay's little sister like i didn't have my own name practically when it was like i i was thinking about that the other day i'm like oh yeah i just always was never my own person i was like so-and-so's little sister that's the worst (laughs) especially that you can remember that i do and i remember so unfortunate i was pretty young but i just that's who i oh that's that's Lindsay's sister oh that's steven's sister like just how it was. Yeah. And now you're just Rob's wife. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> no. That's now I'm just Micah and Sam and Zoe and Lainey's mom. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm just their dad, so it's it's fine. Actually, I am I am Shannon's husband. It'd be a better <laughs> sure. better way to go. Did I just save myself yeah, there at all? Okay. Absolutely. Good. Um, so yeah, uh, one thing that you did touch on there was like when we're kids. Um, we're, we're wrestling through identity. And one of the first questions we're asked is like, what do you want to be when you grow exactly. up? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And um, so quick, just really quick, what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was really little, I wanted to be a teacher. As I became a teenager, I wanted to be a singer. A singer? A, a folk singer. singer? No. Pop oh. singer. A pop. <laughs> I would never have admitted that, though, because pop music was not cool in the 90s, right? Because Pearl Jam was it cool It was all about 90s. alternative, and I secretly liked pop music, but would never admit it to anybody. You need to admit Pearl Jam's the best band in yeah, the universe. Yeah, Pearl Jam's great. Okay. That's not what I said. Anyways, <laughs> yes, so you wanted to be a pop singer, yeah. and you wanted to be Mariah Carey, <laughs> and both of those things... You became. I did not. You did not. <laughs> That's a little bizarre. Well, it's kind of weird that we put that question on kids. Like, how the heck do they know what they want to be when they grow up? They haven't it lived is. life. It is. 
It's kind of funny. But like, still, you're going to ask them. because it, the, And do you know why? why? Because it shows us as adults what interests they have as children. Oh, yeah. I do you can know see what I mean? That. But I don't know. Because like when I was in kindergarten, I was asked what I was going to be when I grew up. And I was like, a police cop. Right? Yeah. But like... I didn't have any idea. I, I, I like I had no idea. I didn't no. even watch cop shows when I was in no, kindergarten. No, but I think what I meant is that like we think that that gives us a little um, yeah we do snippet of who they are. If I, I we wonder find if it's just one of be. those like uh, things we say to make conversation yeah, with kids. Yeah, it's, it's just a society. Because we don't know what question. to say to children. Yeah, like <laughs> what's well, so? What do you like? What's your favorite color? What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, those are just that's the things. hilarious. So none of it ended up being who you became. No, but 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 it all is still a part of you somehow. If you're honest, yeah. Like I mean, maybe not the. But you do teach, like right I now have. we're yeah, we're, and we're trying to sort of discuss. Yeah, and, and, and I've also taught music in the past. You've taught and music I'm and teaching music now and to our you kids. Sing and, and I sing, but it just doesn't work out the way that you think. But those things, I guess, are a part of me. They are a part of you, so they actually make up your identity yeah. still. But they're not to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. They're not my and that's, career. They're that's not an my important passions. factor about identity. Yeah, I think that people do like to say this one thing is my identity, uh. and I think that that is unfortunate because when somebody tells me that one thing is their identity, I want to be, but isn't there so much more to you than that? Right. Like it's so limiting. It's super limiting, right? There's so much more to a human being than just one thing to make up your identity. Right. Like, the fact that I write children's books is part of my identity. Yeah. The fact that I'm a pastor is part of my identity. The fact that I'm a bald man <laughs> is part of my identity. Right. Right. So why is that part of your identity? Because that's how people know you. How yeah. people describe you. Yeah. He's the bald one. Oh my goodness. I am the bald one. And everybody comes up to me and tells me who I look like. And all I have to say right. to them is some random bald guy that I've never met. Right. And they'll be like, yes. <laughs> but that is interesting because... Uh, yeah, I guess our appearance is forms part of I, our identity, maybe not in our minds, but to other people. Well, if we're talking about identity as who you are, yeah. then yeah. I mean, part of the fact that I'm bald is I could be a 45-year-old dad bald, right? Right, Like where I have the ring. Uh-huh. I could do that. Yeah. I, could, I could have that. I could be rocking that. And I could get rid of this and grow the mustache yeah. and look like I'm from an 80s PI, <laughs> you know, television show. I could right. do that. And that would be kind of how people saw yeah, me, right? So true. our appearance, whether we want to admit it or not, does come into it. I mean, we get dressed and wear yeah. certain clothes for a reason. Right. And and I that, that's true because how you present yourself, I think, is... And I could be totally way off on this, but I feel like the way you present yourself is part of how you perceive yourself, right? If you yes. don't put any effort in yes. at all, either one, you, maybe you just don't care. Like, I guess there are some people who just really don't care because they have so many other interests that their appearance doesn't really concern them in any way whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. It can also be a reflection of how you feel. Like mm-hmm. maybe if you have really poor self-esteem, you don't put effort in because you feel like, well, what's the point? Because I'm this anyways, you yeah. know? No, absolutely. That can then definitely play a role. Yeah. I mean, we have this sort of childhood, we see our identity starting to, to happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's forming this way. But what else plays a role, would you say? Like we've got, we talked about peers, mm-hmm. we talked about likes and dislikes kind of stuff. Um, the whole maturing process. Well, I, our family, like our parents and our upbringing would have a huge role a huge in our one. identity. I mean, I would one. say specifically when it comes to religion. 
hundred percent and lack of religion. Honestly, right. like exactly, it's still a belief system. You might call it a lack of belief yeah. system, but, but it's, it's still it's, it's still, still yeah. what you choose to follow as your kind of ethos for spirituality or lack yeah. of it, whatever. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. Like. I'm gonna. I'm a pastor, so I'm gonna talk Bible here. Bible says that if you raise your up, raise up your kids in in the way that they should go. So saying, if you raise your kids up the way that you want them to go, and and the way that you've been raised to go, mm-hmm. that your kids won't run from it, and yeah. they'll in fact return to it. You know, so your kids might be off doing something else, but more than likely, they're going to return to that thing that they were taught. Yeah. By mom and dad. Right. I mean, of course, that doesn't happen every time. Yeah. There's but I mean, so much nuance in there. That happened with you, right? You were raised yep. in a Christian home, yep. but you left for a long time, but I you did. came back I to I went it. to find my identity and I could not find it. Yeah. Like really, I was. I was yeah, trying to find out true. who I was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, does money do this? Does money fill this? Yeah. To, to do relationships fill this? Does a party scene fill this? Like right. even university, can I fill yeah. it there? Like no. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't figure it out. So for yeah. me, it was coming back and, and, and answering um, the call of, of God on my life. Yeah. That's, that's, that's me. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, and then, and aside from just religion too, just sort of the, the values that your parents raise you with, like mm-hmm. whether they're spiritual values or not, like whether your parents instill kindness in you as a young child, yeah. or if, um, maybe like you see kids that are bullies, right? Yeah. Where's that coming from? Yeah. Usually hurt. Exactly. And so, I think that all of the things that you're experiencing yes. from the time you're a young good child, or bad. good or bad, are going to form yeah. your identity. So, Super so a kid who is, you know, mistreated at home, mm-hmm. very good chance they're going to grow up and be a bully because they're trying to, you know, gain some control of their life. For sure. Can I give an example yeah. of that from my life? Yes. I said I didn't want to talk about myself, but all I'm doing is talking about myself. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was in grade, what was it, 10, I think, I wrote a story. And at that point, I wasn't known as the best student like I said I was trying to fill my life with social yeah you know uh with a social life and that's where I was finding my identity but then I got inspired to write a story and I put a lot into it and then when I handed it in the teacher couldn't believe it was for me so actually accused me of plagiarism even though I don't know how you accuse somebody of plagiarism based on well yeah like (laughs) Plagiarism is all about seeing that yeah. there is words that are stolen. Exactly. Right? Or ideas know, that are stolen. I've read that somewhere else. You stole that from this. Not just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't believe you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So that actually formed my the way I thought of myself. Um, so I've written a kid's book now, but at like the age of, what, 42, it finally came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how... And I, I mean, I, I wanted to be a songwriter and I was doing those kind of things, but I never had this belief in myself yeah. to actually be any good at it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, you know, was that a part of me not stepping into well, who my identity is now? I, I would say for sure, because there are those things that people who um, play significant roles in our lives. So teachers, parents, mm-hmm. um, I don't know coaches, all those kinds of people that are like influential in our life as we're growing up, when they say things like that, they stick with you, whether you think they have or not, and they can really have an impact, good or bad, Mm -hmm. 
on how you perceive yourself and oh, yeah. how you decide to move forward yeah. as you become an adult. Yeah. And I mean, I could have handled that two ways. I could have handled it. That, that could have hit me and been like, well, I'm going to prove to you that yeah. I am a good writer. Or I could have, what I did was just, no, oh, forget that. But those kinds anymore. of things also, that depends on your personality it does. type. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And so I'm a, I'm a seven, just yeah. so you know. Sevens are pleasure seekers. So that was a discomfort, dis- like it was an uncomfortable right. situation for me. Yeah. I just wanted to be out of it. Of course. Right. And yeah. so uh, like, I'm not going to put myself back in a situation like that. No, now, exactly. I think it's important, like, just as I say that story to be gentle with the teacher. I don't think that there was a maliciousness. Oh, I, like, I'm, I just think it was a mistake. I'm sure there wasn't. Right. But it, to me, what I hear from that is as an adult, as a parent, yeah. I really need to be um, careful yes. of the things that yeah. I say to the kids because you can say something in passing and think nothing of it, yeah. and it's devastated your child, and you don't even realize it. Oh, absolutely. Could you imagine, though, even just a world where people were really, you know, considerate the words that they spoke anyways? Mm-hmm. Like, Well, exactly. If we were just more a little more uh, aware of what we were saying to people rather than speaking so much out of emotion, yeah, right? Um, exactly. I think we, we'd be in a better place. So yeah, that for sure. Parents are, are massive. Um, teachers, mm-hmm. coaches, these people help form our identity. Yeah. Education, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Level of education. Um, it, it will change the way you think about things. Well, yeah, and you think about, okay, so you've got kids, like wealthy kids going to private school, receiving a top-tier education, Mm -hmm. kids that are growing up in, you know, low-income homes, going to, you know, the school that's closest to their house, right? You go to the school that's in your district. Maybe they have to have a lunch given to them when they get there. the, the, The level of education you're receiving is very different, and that can really impact your future as well. Yes, absolutely. So just even the resources that you might have at the school oh, yeah. to perform the tasks that you're asked to do. Absolutely. Like it's different when you have a, a screen that's projecting something. Yeah. Like they have giant iPads essentially for teachers yeah. in some schools yeah. and other ones don't. Well, and I even think about, okay, so when I grew up, I grew up in a really tiny town. Mm-hmm. So like my graduating class had six people in it, right? So yeah. it's tiny. So my school, small country school, yeah. it only offered your core classes that you need to graduate. You know, I didn't have the experience of taking like home ec or shop or things like that yeah. that can really like pique your interest. Oh, for sure. Do you know Abs- what I mean? So you can kind of niche out. Exactly. Yeah. So like, who knows? Maybe I would have been an amazing artist yeah. if I had had really great art classes. Well, that, look, or- at, look at my school. I could have taken uh, French, Spanish, or Japanese. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't have any second language options in exactly. my school. Like none. So yeah. then there you go. I am not, you know, I, I could be bilingual, right? Yeah. But I was never given that opportunity growing up necessarily, so it wasn't something I, you know, sought out. Yeah. Whereas sure. if it had, maybe it'd be different. And thankfully, our kids will grow up with two languages at least. Yeah, hopefully. And that's a, good, a big benefit. So I could have been bilingual, except... <laughs> well, I'm not... Be, being French is not a part of my identity, no, and so I'm not, I... I'm not uh, saying if there's an opportunity... I was actually going to say something hilarious there, oh, but you kept... Go cut, ahead. Cut. No, it's over now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yes, I... I 
what were you going to say? Want, just I just want to say, like, close off that thought. even those that are given tremendous opportunities, they're not going to always you well, take them. Totally. And it goes to personality. Exactly. Right. And all of this plays out in a lot of our personality. Yeah. Right. And our personality is like this innate thing. I mean, it is molded somewhat. Like I might decide that humor is uh, a way to combat uncomfortableness. And I use that. But we still have personalities mm-hmm. that are just kind of naturally who we oh, are absolutely. and that plays into it hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So uh, let's just say, obviously identity is important Yes. to, to who we are, but to where we see ourselves in this world. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go into question number two, how has your identity been affected by marriage and parenthood? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, identity is going to be very affected by marriage and parenthood because you're moving from um, a self-focused mm-hmm. life yep. to a we-focused life. <laughs> right. Right? Like, so it's no longer just about you and your decisions and what you want. Yep. It moves into what you both want as a couple and the vision that you see for your lives together. Yes. So if you, do you it get right. married. Like, do we want to have kids? That's a goal that you mm-hmm. have together. You're mm-hmm. not going to achieve those separately. Yeah. <laughs> At least I hope not. Uh, uh, wait. Well, I mean, there are people who already have kids. Like, let's. There's a whole bunch of situations. Yes. But yes. But generally speaking, you know, you 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 set these goals. Okay. Well, we want to do this. We want to retire by this time. Blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. all of the, a lot of the choices that you begin to make are now about both of you. Yes. And you need to be working together towards those things because if you're. Goals are super separate yeah. from each other. Oh. You're going to have a tough time. It's going to be a in your super marriage. tough time. Like, you're going to drift. Yeah. Like, if I'm off busy going, worrying about this and me, yeah. where does that leave you? You exactly. know, and, and vice versa, right? So, yeah. yes, you do need your goals focused together. And mm-hmm. I think that strongest marriages um, are always taking the other into consideration. Yeah. So, for you, um, you would say that what, how, how was it affected well, as far as your identity my, by, by marriage? Okay. So if we go back to talking about Enneagrams yeah. briefly, yes. and we could talk a whole lot about Enneagrams. Be which, gentle with me on this. Though. Yes, okay. I do. I just, as an aside, if you have never taken an Enneagram test, mm-hmm. I think that you should, because it is a really good, um, look into your personality yeah. and who you are and what makes you tick. 100%. Like I it's shocking actually how accurate they can be and they can be, yeah. like anything it's not ever 100% accurate. No. No. And like okay, example I'm a 7 but yeah. I'm almost equally a 3. Right. Right? Like yeah. almost exactly equally a 3. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to do with that, but Exactly. But like there I think there are ways that you lean towards. So yeah, anyway. For sure. Enneagram, I'm a number nine yeah. on the Enneagram scale, which is um, not the dreamer, like the seven, <laughs> right? We're the peace, like a peacemaker. Yes. Um, my, I like to support. Yes. I want to support people in their dreams yes. and their goals. Yep. And so in our marriage, even though we did, like have our, our main goals that we were, you know, believing that Together united on. us, yeah. Yeah. I'm still more um, drawn to support you than necessarily go after a dream of my own. Yes, yeah, true. But also because I didn't have a huge dream of my own. Yeah, right. And which is interesting because that's yeah. not necessarily how it is right now. But we'll talk no. about that later. But initially when we first got married, like I didn't have a career goal. Nope. 
right? I didn't have like this thing. Like I, I think as a, you know, young person getting married and having kids was yep. a big goal of mine. Right. Yep. So like goal yeah. one achieved Yeah, I'm married now. Yeah. And I know we're going to have kids. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yep. what do you want to do and how can I support you in that? Absolutely. And so we need to be really clear that like being married is a part of your identity. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And being a parent is a part of your identity. Absolutely. But again, it goes back to that's not all that no. you are. No. Right. Exactly. And the danger is then in losing yourself mm-hmm. in these things. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you can lose yourself in marriage when all you ever do is support. Yeah. Right. And it's it's good to support, and you can find tremendous purpose in support. Yeah. But not at the loss of yourself. Right. Especially if there's so many different circumstances, but you could be with a narcissist. Right. Right. You could be with an abuser. Yeah. You could be with um, somebody who's just inconsiderate and only thinks of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. then you could lose yourself in service to another human being. And I mean, there are worse things to lose yourself to than serving another human. Right. But you don't want to lose yourself ever. No. And I mean, <laughs> Like we've mentioned before, we're Christians, and I believe that God created us to be unique, yeah. right? He created us with a specific um, personality yeah. and interests and talents and um, dreams, and to not fulfill any of those mm-hmm. is really um, like saying, no, God, I'm not going to do these things that you actually put inside of me exactly. and created me to be. Exactly. And, and to the person who isn't a believer, that might just be this 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 drive or that might be a longtime love. That, mm-hmm. like, that just could be um, something that, that is pushing you and always has been pushing you yeah. that you give up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what would you say like has been good about about? Your identity and parenting and and marriage, like what, what's some good things about well, it? Well, I mean, it. I mean, just sharing your life with someone is wonderful. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 parenting, it gives you so much purpose. Like you're responsible yes. for these kids and yeah. bringing them up mm-hmm. and and making them like responsible, yeah. helpful members of society who have their own hopes and dreams and like it's a it's a huge responsibility but it is also like a tremendous um blessing to be able to raise kids absolutely it is what about for you um i agree with that 100 percent um i think that for me it's actually allowed me to gain control over areas of my life that needed control because of other people. Right. Like being able to say, you know what, there's something so much greater than me. And I mean, I have that with the Lord to a degree, like I'm not good at it. Yeah. Right. Because like, I can't just go give Jesus a hug. Right. And for good or bad, that affects me. Right. Right. Yeah. But I can give my kids hugs Yes. and I can give you a hug. Yeah. And so like knowing that you guys are right here and my first ministry, Mm -hmm. like before it is to any other human is to you guys. Mm -hmm. And so that has caused me to, you know, stop and say, um, these decisions I'm making are not good for them. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, getting married and having kids forces you to be less selfish. Yeah. Like if you continue on the path of you and you alone, then mm-hmm. you're not going to be a good parent and you're not going to be a good spouse. Like Absolutely. it's going to be really hard anyways. Yep. So like making, like forcing yourself to look outside and think of other people before mm-hmm. yourself is 
a positive thing. I do. I think so. And I think that it also has made me more sure of myself, though. Right. Yeah. Right. In the long yes. run, I think I'm more confident in who I am. Yeah. Because I I have won the support. Yeah. Like I have the support of people who love me. Agreed. Um. But you know. Agreed. Yeah. I um. I mean, I as most you know, teenage girls do. I struggled with my self-esteem, yep. but then, um, and teenage boys. Yeah. Like as you grow and as you're in a, a healthy, ma- loving marriage, you start to lose some of those insecurities, I think, yeah, because yeah. you're, you're one, not trying to prove yourself to everybody. No. And you're not like you're, you know, because I, for many, many people getting married, finding love is a really important goal. Absolutely. So, we all want to be loved. Like until you, until you get that, that's a big part of your life, right? Dating or trying yeah. to find a spouse or whatever. Yeah. So once you're married and you don't have to do those things and mm-hmm. strive for that anymore, mm-hmm. it creates a huge sense of freedom in your yeah. life. Oh, a hundred percent. It does. Because it's like, yeah, I do like pop music. Who cares? I, I like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Like you, you, you Don't lose, care. you lose those things you like that like, for it. you know, when you're younger, make you feel like you're not going to be considered cool. Like yeah, you just, for sure. I, at least I don't. Maybe some people do, but I don't care anymore. I like no, what I like, like and I don't like what I don't like. You no, know? but like the person I want to impress is you yeah. and you've seen me at my worst. Exactly. Right? So it's like, it doesn't matter. And yeah. you can make fun of me all you want for liking some Britney Spears you songs. Know it doesn't me, matter. You know me better than any other human on this planet. Mm-hmm. Like more than my mom, more yeah. than any of my family. You know me the most mm-hmm. and still love me. Of course. And that gives me a confidence yeah. that, you know what? I can go and do these things. And when they don't work out... I still have. Exactly. I still have Shannon. Yeah. So this is awesome. I love it because I think it's really important to know that marriage, uh, parenting is a huge, lovely, amazing part of identity. Yeah. Right. And it should be. Yes. Whenever remain in the area of it shouldn't be all. (laughs) Right. So what's not so good? Well, I mean, in, in my case, it can stop you from dreaming for things for yourself, I guess. And like... Uh, I think especially for moms, and I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but I know that there's a lot of moms who feel the same because it's a common, it's a common discussion amongst mothers Absolutely. that you lose who you are when you become a mom yep. because so much of your day-to-day life is focused on those kids, you know, yep. it, from the moment that they're born, um, you are suddenly now like 24 seven mom. There's no break. Yeah. There's no days off. There's no time away that you're not a mom anymore. You know, like when you leave your job, you're hopefully in a healthy job environment, leaving it, right? You come home, you're not thinking about it. I mean, there's always going to be times you think about your job when you're home, but primarily you separate, but with, you know, parenthood and it's same for dads, but um, it's different levels, right? Like when you're getting up in the the middle of the night, yeah. To breastfeed. Yes, I can't do that. Um, to do all these things, and they require you to live and yeah, survive. For sure. For sure. Your for sure. whole being becomes mom. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so your your purpose is huge. Yes. Because you know that you are responsible for their life. Yeah. But then you start to forget who you are and what you liked yeah. because you don't even necessarily listening. You don't even necessarily listen to the music you like anymore, right? Yeah. You're putting on kids' music sometimes, for sure. Or you're watching kids' shows all the time. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, doing all. I don't have these, time for a bubble bath. Exactly, you're doing all <laughs> these kid things, and yeah. you you like, I, I, and I. 
I think a lot of times we don't even realize that we've gotten there. Yeah. Because I remember I was there and I didn't realize it until I went, who am I? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And we'd have this conversation over and over again about, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? I I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that was because I couldn't really remember who I was. It's interesting. Yeah. Because you're just stuck in. See, the hard part with that to me too is that like, you're not always needed on the same level Mm -hmm. as you are, say, instantly. Yeah. When, when baby needs you. Yeah. But so it, it changes right from the beginning and, and progressively it gets to a point where they don't need you the same way yeah. and your purpose just naturally changes. Yeah. And yes, you might have a second child. Yeah. So then, oh, wow, I'm needed even more yeah. because I've got second child and first time. We've got yeah. four. Yeah. So it was like over and over and over. But now, you know. Lainey obviously still needs you tremendously, but yeah. Micah doesn't in the same way. Not in the same way. And there's going to be a point yeah. when Lainey is Micah. Yeah, exactly. And that can be jarring because you go, you've been mom for so long. Now what? Exactly. I still have the rest of my life to live. Exactly. What am I going to do with it? Yeah, absolutely. And you're still always going to be a parent. But, you know, once your kids are gone and left the house, like you've got time. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's go. let's go right into question number three. Um, and maybe I need to word this differently, but like you have good experience with this, I believe, because you have gone on a journey to find a dream. Right. Right. Like you yeah. have. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it was some of my pressure, but mostly it was you falling in love with things. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I know I always asked you and it drove you bonkers. <laughs> like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But, um, you on your own went and found something that you wanted to do. Um, why do you think... It is important for having a vision for this dream in your life. Yeah. It's a good question. And like moms in general, like why is it important for them to maintain or return to this vision for, of a dream Mm -hmm. in their lives? Well, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of reasons. Um, and I, like, I want to say like being a mom is a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it, it, it was part of my life stream to yep. be a mom mm-hmm. and I love being a mom. Yep. Um, but like I said, at some point they are going to be gone and your mom duties are, you know, much less. So once they're gone, you need something that you're going to do mm-hmm. and love and, you know, enjoy. And so I think that we need to give ourselves permissions as moms to start figuring out what that is before mm-hmm. they're gone. Oh, but is there a danger? Like, okay, I'm not a mom. Yeah. But is there a bit of you that me like you think this is selfish? Of course. And I think that's why it that doesn't happen for me. That's why I said you need to give yourself permission to do it. Yeah. Because we think thinking about ourselves, doing things for ourselves doing things we even just enjoy, like going out and getting a Starbucks or going shopping alone without the kids is selfish. Yeah, yeah, right. Because... Doing work without the kids for the kids is selfish. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it's like, well, your job is to be there for them 24 hours a day, giving them all their wants and needs. No. And that's not true. No, it's not true. But we, we, I don't know. It's just this sort of underlying thing. I think we believe. And so there are people who believe that and I don't want to. Yeah. But the thing is, and 
poo-poo on them. But. <laughs> no, but we do not want to raise entitled selfish kids. I agree with that. And right? I, and so yes. it's important for us to have a vision and a dream for our life because yeah. our kids need to see that. Yes. Because when we are, um, we're influencing them and mm-hmm. we're showing them, you know, you should have a dream for your life. Like why would, we've got three girls, right? I don't want them growing up thinking that um, the only thing they can ever be and do is yep. to be a mom. Exactly. I, I want them to be moms. Because not every woman is made that way. Uh, no, no. And that's and good and it's exactly. okay. Exactly. And there are some really amazing women that are doing fantastic things, right? Yes, and have absolutely. really fulfilling jobs yep. and careers and all this yep. kind of stuff. And so um, I want them to look up to me mm-hmm. and see I can be anything. I can do anything, you know, yeah. because if my mom can be a mom, be a good mom to me and still have dreams and goals and a vision mm-hmm. and, you know, be going after a career at this point in her life, I can do that too. hundred percent. Right. I love that. I also think that what you end up doing to our, for our girls and for our son is teaching them that boundaries are okay yes. in probably the greatest relationship that they will have until they're married yeah. is their mother relationship. Yeah. You are teaching them that it is right and good to set boundaries. Yes, and absolutely. And you're setting boundaries around them. Yeah. And I think that that is massively important. Mm-hmm. Like I think when we don't set boundaries around our kids, when we think that we have to serve every need that they yeah. have, we teach them that it is all right to use people. Yeah, it's true. Right? And, and I just and, think that that's so Yeah, dangerous. and that they deserve to get what they want all the time. Yeah. And like yeah. that's not real life. No. I want my I want my daughters to set boundaries with their husbands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Like it's not all about you, Mr. Husband. Right. If that's what they choose. Yeah. Right? Um and I want them to know that the things that they're passionate about mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Exactly. So like we're, we're, I believe we're a couple that believes in equality. Yeah. And like, I think one of the difficult parts with it is when we put all women under this sort of, cause there is, okay. There is an, there is, um, a tendency for women to be more nurturing than yeah, men, right? Yes. But that is not every woman no. and that needs to be okay. Yeah. Like that's, that's where we get, to more equality. Mm-hmm. It's like, we, we don't say about every woman, well, you're more, nur- you're, you have to be this nurturing person yeah. because that's how women is. Mm-hmm. If a woman decides mm-hmm. that I want to go be a judge, I want to go be an actor, yeah. I do want to do these things. And I don't want to be that nurturing person. Yeah. We have to be okay with that. Yeah. That's the only way that it's actually right. equal. Yeah. I, I would hope that, I would hope that marriages figure that out before they get married. Uh, yes. As long as there's someone in the relationship that can be the nurturer, though, because kids need... Well, and you can do nurturing. things and still nurture. Yes. Like, I still nurture my children, yeah. but, but, I, like, but I could work 55 right. to 60 hours a week as well. Yeah. I still nurture Absolutely. them, right? Like, I yeah. still spend time with them and teach mm-hmm. them and, and love them and yeah. make sure they know that they're loved. Yeah. You don't not nurture them. You're just not that yeah. first sort right. of line. Yeah, You exactly. are the first line of that right now. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, interesting. Um so direction, mm-hmm. I think that that's uh, a vital importance mm-hmm. for maintaining a, a dream for your life. You mm-hmm. talked about it like when, when, uh, when you get older, it's going to be me and you. Yeah. Right? 
Like it's going to be me and you. And we get along in a way that like we'll be able to talk and we'll probably be creating businesses and we'll probably be yeah. doing whatever. I don't know what we're going to be shooting right. movies, yeah. whatever it is. We'll still be doing that together. Um, but like without that, I think there's a lot of relationships that just struggle with that empty nest yeah. because they haven't taken the time yeah. to figure out what those dreams are or yeah. even like their identity. Like, am I a reader? Right. Right? Yeah. Like, am, am I, do I like bubble baths? Yeah. Like, right? what are my hobbies? Yeah. What right? are my interests? Like, it doesn't have to even be this massive, oh, I'm going to go and no. become the next author. Yeah. It could be like, do I want to, like, what time do I like to sit with a glass of wine and eat chocolate? Right. Exactly. Like, it could be that. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, um, I think it's vitally important, um, to find that purpose beyond our kids. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And even purpose outside, like... Not, not outside marriage. No, but it's okay to have your own interests. Like you like PlayStation and I like baking. Yes. Right. We don't have to share those things. Yes. We can no. have interests that are our very own. You because... can bake me cookies <laughs> while I play the PlayStation. Well, I could. Yes. Yeah. That sounded like, awful. No, it's, 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 it's good. Yes. To, you are your very own person. You have your very own interests. Mm -hmm. Becoming married doesn't be mean you become one person. You've just united your lives. And so your ultimate big yeah you know, big picture things yeah. should be connected, but we can still like our own things and For have sure. 100%. You know, our own friends even. I think I've said hundred percent, like <laughs> 70 times. Okay. okay. Uh, question number four, what holds us back from really going after things for ourselves? Well, I think we make a lot of excuses. Uh, no, we don't have the time. I don't have the money. Run. I don't, you know, I, you know, I, I just, you know, I'll do that later. Yes. I'll do that once the kids leave. Yes, we do do all of that. You know? Like, those are actually, at times, reasonable uh, reasons yeah. for um, not being able to do things. But, like, they also probably 90% of the time are baloney. Right. Right? Like, so, this is our first episode of a podcast. I mean, what could get in the way of that? Well, um, we didn't do it perfectly the first time. Mm -hmm. um, well, we don't have a camera that shoots longer than 30 minutes. Right. Um, <laughs> like, there's so many, like, just in the house, it's difficult for us to find a space. Yeah, there's, there's so many things. So many reasons. But you can also just do it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. if you're waiting for perfection yeah you will zero times find it oh exactly. you'll never Absolutely. find perfection never and you just need to go and do yeah exactly right and like not making yourself a priority is mm -hmm. going to stop you from doing things too yeah. right so like even even if it's something as little as like you know i really i have this book i want to read but you never give yourself the opportunity to read it. Mm -hmm. Like I think everybody, even parents who are super busy have some time in the day, once the kids go to bed or whatever, where you could read if you really wanted to read, maybe you're too tired. And there are stages of life where it's For just sure. like, you do not have the capacity to no, no. even have hobbies. Hey, get audible and listen to books. Yeah, yeah exactly. But like <laughs> there are ways for us to prioritize things that we want to do. Yes. And we have to remember when we're talking out of privilege, right? Like, oh, yes. There are inst instances where money is an issue. Absolutely. I think of a single mom who has uh, a full-time job but is also going to school full-time, uh -huh. uh, right? So money is 
difficult to come by because yes. it all goes to kids and it all goes to tuition mm-hmm. and then time. Like there, there are honestly real situations. Absolutely. And I think that for, for people who use them as an excuse, watch it. Mm-hmm. Like just be careful because yeah. that's a little bit of entitlement when you're saying, that, oh, yeah. you know, like I can't do it because, exactly. you know, I was really busy with my PlayStation 5, yeah. right? Like let's get real, yeah. get honest and remember that there are people who are really dealing with time and money issues yeah. and that should just like that isn't meant to condemn no but that should encourage you but like, it's sometimes we need to hear the truth right it and, and go you're in a place where you can yes you know you have you can, more you opportunity can you can dream yeah exactly. you can dream you can go after certain things you can find a hobby you can do whatever um but I think that um, there are definitely things that hold us back. Yes. Right? Like kids do take up time. Our jobs, my job takes up a lot of time. Um, sometimes mm. health does get in the way. Yeah. And then... And for some people, they don't have a support system. Right? right. Like you have the single moms of the world who don't have a family support system mm-hmm. or um, anybody around them that they can rely on. Mm-hmm. Right? And so then all of those dreams, they are... It's just not... Like you can't. Yeah. Because I'd say if those situations, if the dream is a bath. Yeah. Like make it a priority. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Make it a priority. I have a dream of just being able to relax. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to find a way to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope that there is a way for. Well, and if there isn't, you need to reach out. Yeah. Like you need to reach out to, to help. Um, see if there's places where you can find somebody, uh, a relative who will watch your kid for, for an hour so you can think straight, whatever the case. Because if we keep going and going and going without stopping, then you're just going to burn out. Absolutely. That's, that's tough. Yeah. So remembering, remembering that even dreaming is a privilege. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, don't not do it. Yeah. Because if you have a privilege Mm -hmm. and, and, and you're, and you're, saying that you can't do it even with this privilege is dishonoring almost yeah um question number five what i want to do is i want to go back over everything that we've spoken about yeah and i want to hit those main things and maybe add one or two but hit the main things we talked about that sort of show us why it is important to make ourselves yes. important. Yes. Well, one, it's a good example for our kids. Yes. That, right? Yes. Like our kids, we are teaching them how to live. Yes. Right. So if they see us making ourselves a priority, yes. then they will yes. know, okay, when I am older, it's okay for me to take time for myself. It's okay for me to concern myself with my health and um my interests and go after my dreams and like it's it's a really good example to our kids when they see their mom and their dad taking time for themselves yes i think also um we need to remember that our kids are not our retirement plan no (laughs) we still have a life once they leave the house like a good 40 years possibly possibly um not not us 30 if I live to a hundred, we just had so many kids that I've got to live pretty old to make. It. Anyways, <laughs> either um, way, it's a long part of our life. But after after it all, we are still important, yeah. and this is still important, yeah. and our dreams are important. So losing them along the way, yeah, um, sort of sets us up for a difficult 
start at least right to that to that other half of our lives yeah exactly yeah and i mean like <laughs> we've mentioned before how it, it can feel selfish to make yourself a priority but you're you're worthy of making yourself a priority yeah you are right like <laughs> I, I don't even know the how to expand one thing, on that. One thing it, I find difficult in um, faith, like our faith specifically, is this notion that we can be taught that we're awful. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and it, it, like somehow it's good and humble to see ourselves as these awful yeah. sinners. And like... This just sort of, and sorry for if you're not a, a believer that I'm going down this road, but it's something I know, so I, I want to talk about it. It's that um, we are not awful. No. Right? Like, no. I hope that if you're somebody who isn't religious, you don't see yourself as awful. Yeah. Um, and as believers in, in Christianity, when God created us, created us, he looked at it and he said, this is very good. Yeah, exactly. And then not only that, but he loved us so much that he came here to help us with our struggles. Mm-hmm. Like we have to remember that. Like yeah. he came to help us with our struggles. He didn't come here to um, throw it in our faces and and be angry at us when we screw up. He mm-hmm. didn't go like, well, I died, like get it yeah. together. Yeah. No, he's standing there with his hand out saying like, mm-hmm. I love you. Like yeah. this is, uh, you've got this man. Yeah. You've got this Shen. Like yeah. this is what he's saying to us. I think that we very easily um, let that voice in our head mm-hmm. um, speak negative things to us, yeah. tell us that we're not worthy. Yeah. And then I think that some of the teaching in our lives has taught us that we're really not worthy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, like it or not, and if you think I'm not humble for thinking this, I don't care, but I'm worthy enough that I believe Jesus died for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like he would come for the one. Yes. Right. So I think that's exactly. like super vital. And I think that anybody else out there actually needs to know that it's for them too. Uh-huh. Right. Like you are worthy. Yeah. You are worthy. Exactly. Whether Whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Hindu, whether you're Buddhist, whether you're... Yeah. You An are atheist. worthy. Yeah. Yeah. You're worthy. Yeah. Right. Like you are lovable. You're worthy. And um, you deserve to make yourself well, and a, a priority. Now, don't just like, love yourself. That's not what we're saying. No. And don't be selfish and, no. and you know, forsake your children for, yeah. you know, your, you know, enjoyment or whatever. Yeah, and, and don't walk over your neighbor to get your dream. Yeah. That's not at all what we're saying. But, like, still allowing yourself to think positively about yourself. Yes. And say, yeah, I do have these interests and so I'm going to enjoy those things. Exactly. Those are okay. Yes. Because if I think about you. hmm I want you to have a fulfilling life and I want you to enjoy your life and I want you to take joy and pleasure in things that you're good at, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you should want the same for yourself too. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. And like, you never want to hear about people who are like, you know, if you know someone that's like, I, I'm terrible. I'm a horrible friend. I'm like just talking negative. You're always like, no, stop it. Stop Stop talking that way about yourself. Yeah. So if you're doing that to yourself, stop it. Exactly. And nobody should be teaching you that it's okay to do that. No. And like all of this honestly goes to mental and physical health. (sighs) Absolutely. Because they're so intertwined. Yes. Like if your mental health is suffering, usually Mm -hmm. your physical health is suffering Mm -hmm. and vice versa. They can play off of each other so powerfully. And I think that when you make yourself a priority, um, again, 
we're not talking self we're not talking narcissism and yeah. we're not talking at the expense of others mm-hmm. but if you make yourself a priority say i do matter i yeah. do need to take care of these things mm-hmm. that you'll be able to thrive a lot more in a lot more areas of your life what happens then people around you thrive exactly right yeah. like it's hard to be around somebody who is struggling all the time absolutely it's so doesn't hard. mean we don't love you if you're struggling no, all the time but it, it's it's draining it's draining not just on 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 the people around you but it's so draining on you exactly well and like the more you can prioritize your mental and your physical health the more capacity you actually will have Absolutely. to serve your family mm-hmm. and to serve those around you yeah. because you want to be the best parent you can be and yeah. you want to be the best spouse you can be yeah. but you can't be those things if you are like crying in a corner because you haven't taken a break in 10 years and you're burnt out exactly you're burnt like out. you cannot There's be a... the thing you really want to be yeah. if you don't prioritize yourself yeah there's a reason on airplanes they tell you to put the oxygen mask exactly. on yourself first. Exactly. Because if you can't breathe, you can't, you can't help. help anyone. No. So and in it... your life, you need to breathe. Mm-hmm. So we just want to give three quick little yeah. steps, yeah. little tips that we hope you can take and utilize this week to help you um, prioritize yourself mm-hmm. and remember the importance of you. Yeah. So what's number one? Uh, what is your why? Yes. Why? So go back and remind yourself, why did you want to get married? Yep. Why did you want to marry that person? Yep. Why did you want to have kids? Mm-hmm. Why um, did you want that job or that career? Mm-hmm. Why did you begin that hobby? Like all of the things in your life, yep. figure out why yeah. you chose that path. Yeah. When I was a kid, why did I love salsa dancing so much? <laughs> Whatever it is, though, yeah. that's somebody's life. Yeah. And they've lost it. So yes. Let me go back there. Why? Why? Yeah. Because if you know your why, yeah. then you're going to stick to it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I love that you put that to marriage. Why? Why did you get married? Because mm-hmm. that's where you have to return when times are tough. Exactly. And why that person? Yeah. So, number two, I think it is important to learn who you are in community. Yeah. We, ha- we have a tendency to believe that. And I don't know where this is taught. I think it was probably taught on like, I don't know, HBO or something like that. Um, but we were taught you need to separate and fix yourself before you can love anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like I've heard so much. I just need to go away and fix myself. Right. Who by yourself? Yeah. Like Who's you're, speaking into your life Exactly. Then? You're in an echo chamber now. Yeah. And I promise you. If you're anything like me, that voice in your head, yeah, and always it's not, nice it's not the best. or reasonable, exactly, right? Um, do it in community because mm-hmm. in community is where you find out who you really are. Yes. Right? Yes. That's where you find out your weaknesses. That's when you find out your strengths mm-hmm. because you're interacting with people good and bad. Yeah. Right? And yeah. if you can find a way to serve people, mm-hmm. like in a good way, yeah. right? not just like... yeah. You know, at not not being used by people, no, no. but giving your talents for the benefit of other people, then you will you will learn who you are, mm-hmm. big time. Absolutely. And then three, find something that is just for you. Just for so you. So it can be little, like yep. we've mentioned. Go have a bath. Yep. Read a book. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk on mm-hmm. your own to clear your head. Like mm-hmm. just find something that you can do, and it doesn't have to be something that takes you know, five hours a day, nope. like it can be, and, and, and again, this is going to depend on what, what 
point of life you're at, yep, right? For sure. When you have a newborn baby, there isn't as much opportunity. Nope, but, but find the bath if you can. Exactly. Like <laughs> take the time when you can to do something for you to recharge yourself mm-hmm. and to just enjoy. Yeah, because if, I think sometimes we yeah. think entertainment is selfish, but like... Being entertained is a good thing. I have no problem with entertainment. Well, I know, but some people do, and I think moms do. Like, yeah. oh, I, you know. And like, if, you, if you need to have a discussion with your spouse yeah. uh, about what you need, mm-hmm. you need to do that. Yeah. Yes. Right? Like, just have a discussion and say, look, I, I just ha- need this thing. Yeah. Don't do it in an accusatory way. No. Like, if you come down on them hard, yeah. they're probably not going to respond well. Right. But if you approach them with a, you know, I just feel I need. Yeah. Um, if that person's loving you well, they're mm-hmm. going to give you what you need. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So do something just for you. Yes. So good. I loved this discussion. Yeah, it was really good. I also just want to point out that it is okay to go for something big, like yeah. Shannon, who, right. who is now uh, set up to start film school. Yeah, I'm so excited. And but that, listen, that's just something big. It took, we've been married for 16 years. It's taken my whole marriage to find something that I was passionate and excited about, aside mm-hmm. from, you know, being... And, and that's okay. Family. And if you think about it, the way how long it took you is even like you've been sh- shooting little films for years now. Yeah. Right. So even in the doing yeah. something you love, it took you a long time. It did. And that is totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Whereas me, I'd probably shoot one day and decide I was going to be Steven Spielberg <laughs> the next. You should, you don't even know how many plans I have for 2022. Oh so, boy. Yeah. I mean, school. I have school. <laughs> yeah. You have school. That's one of my things. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, this has been Leading Real Life. We hope that you have enjoyed the discussion. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that resonated with you, I just encourage you to comment on YouTube. Uh, head over to any of our social medias. We are yeah. on, what are we on? I can never remember them all. Instagram, Facebook. Those two. We are on Twitter. I can't say I've tweeted anything. I don't. Twit. Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> Right? Uh, yes. And then if uh, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe yeah. right away yes, because please. we have a bunch uh, right at kickoff yeah. and we would love to just go on this journey with you. We actually want to help. We uh, believe that you can lead your family as well mm-hmm. and we'd love to be a part yes. of that. Have All a right? really good week. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. I don't know how you end the podcast. <laughs> Let's end it with you saying that. <laughs> No, I don't know how you end the (laughs) box.